0: This is Barry Zelma speaking for Claim School Incorporated Zelma on Insurance blog. Today we'd like to speak about an insurance agent who should never attempt to sell unregistered securities especially when the liability insurance policy carried by the agent has an unregistered security exclusion which defeats both the duty to defend and the duty to indemnify. William Saud sold insurance-related products. Beginning in 2017, he offered some of his clients a new financial instrument, a memorandum of indebtedness issued by One Global Capital, LLC. The investment opportunity was too good to be true. We, in William Saud and Patricia Boland Saud versus Everest Indemnity Company, the United States Court of Appeal for the Sixth Circuit on July 14, 2022, resolved the insurance coverage issue. Global Capital declared bankruptcy and the SEC sued the company for alleged violations of the Securities and Exchange Act. Saud's clients also sued him. Saud sought indemnification from Everest Indemnity Insurance Company and ultimately sued seeking a declaratory judgment and breach of contract. The district court granted summary judgment in favor of Everest, concluding that the claims related to One Global Capital did not fall within the scope of the insurance policy. Several clients sued Saud and his wife, Patricia, who was also an employee of the firm. Their complaints generally alleged that the Sauds had falsely represented that one global memorandum of indebtedness was a secure investment and had sold an unregistered security in violation of Michigan's security laws. On February 19, 2019, Saud Financial notified Lancer of two additional lawsuits filed by clients and of investigations by Michigan's Department of Licensing and Regulatory Affairs and the SEC. Saud Financial claimed expenses of over $100,000. Lancer, the adjuster, and Everest never responded to the notice. Being in limbo as to Everest's position on coverage Saud Financial reached out again to Lancer and notified it of an upcoming mediation so that Everest could participate, but the Sauds never heard from Lancer or Everest. The Sauds eventually settled the lawsuits with their own funds. On July 10, 2019, the Sauds and Saud Financial sued Everest in Michigan State Court Claiming breach of contract and seeking a declaratory judgment, Everest moved the suit to federal court and finally notified the Sauds that it would not defend or indemnify them for the lawsuits because, in its view, the claims did not fall within the scope of the policy. The district court ultimately granted summary judgment to Everest, concluding that a coverage exclusion applied the Everest policy included an unregistered security exclusion. That provision excludes coverage for any claim, any claim, quote, based upon, attributable to, or arising out of the use of or investment in any security that is not registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission, close quote. The parties disputed whether one global memorandum of indebtedness was a security within the meaning of the exclusion. The district court explained that a note is presumed a security under the SEC and concluded that one global memorandum of indebtedness was a note. The court also confirmed after ordering supplemental briefing that one global memorandum of indebtedness was a security because it was not a note that matured in nine months or less, and even if it was, the one global memorandum of indebtedness was not commercial paper. The Sauds argued that the unregistered security exclusion applies only if the complaints alleged that the Sauds sold securities that were required to be registered with the SEC and concluded that the security exclusion didn't apply. The Sauds argued that the waiver or estoppel should preclude Everest's reliance on the unregistered securities exclusion because Everest failed to timely disclaim coverage. In limited circumstances, of course, Michigan courts, like most, prohibit insurers from raising defenses to coverage that they would and could have raised earlier but this doctrine cannot broaden the coverage of a policy to protect the insured against risks that were not included in the policy or that were expressly excluded from the policy. Everest never represented the Sauds in the underlying litigation and therefore never controlled the Sauds' litigation strategy to their detriment nor have the Sauds provided any evidence of actual prejudice from Everest's delay in informing the Sauds that it would neither defend nor indemnify them. Instead, they argue that prejudice should be presumed. No presumptive prejudice applies, and Everest, therefore, did not waive the right to raise the exclusion. Finally, the Sauds appear to argue that even if Everest had no duty to indemnify, it nonetheless had a duty to defend. Of course, the duty to defend is not limited by the precise language of the pleadings, nor limited to meritorious suits, and may even extend to actions which are groundless, false, or fraudulent, so long as the allegations against the insured even arguably come within the policy coverage. Contrary to the Saud's argument, the duty to defend is not unlimited. The insured is not required to receive a defense from the insurer against claims for damage expressly excluded from policy coverage. In other words, there is no duty to defend if there is no duty to indemnify, as a matter of law. all Here, all of the claims against the Sauds were premised on the same unregistered security. Both the duty to defend and the duty to indemnify turn on whether the unregistered security exclusion applies, because the Sixth Circuit concluded that the exclusion applies. Everest had no duty to defend. In my opinion, Everest had an effective exclusion. It refused to defend or indemnify and basically ignored its insured after telling them it wouldn't do so. Although the duty to defend is broad, it is not unlimited. Since there was no duty to indemnify, there was no duty to defend, especially when it was determined they were defrauding their clients selling the unregistered securities, and that fraud should never be an action where insurance protects the fraudster, or fraud would be rampant because there'd be no downside to committing fraud. This video was adapted from my blog post from Zalma on insurance, which is available free to the world. Thank you for your attention.